0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Blog Talk Radio. Good Wednesday evening and welcome to Relationship Wednesday. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. I have a little bit of a cold tonight, so I'm going to push my voice out. Um, um, So tonight's topic is sex contracts. Yep. And I, I think this is such an interesting topic. Let me sort of narrate for you kind of where we're going with this with the idea of sex contracts. I am not talking about, like, um, you know, someone gets accused of sleeping with a girl that's underage and they make some kind of contract that says, you agree to have sex with me, you agree that you're over 18, you agree that this is okay. So I'm not talking about avoiding a crime with, like, a contract. I'm talking about people that are in committed relationships and they decide that they want to be intimate together, having rules, um, written rules and a written agreement about intimacy the details of their intimacy, and how much intimacy they're going to have. Um, in addition to that, I'm, suggest, I'm not suggesting that you have to have a sex contract. I really believe that most people have talked about their expectations. But a sex contract, just to let people know what it is, is really similar to a prenuptial agreement. In a prenuptial agreement, people arrange that in the event that we, we're getting married, in the event that we get a divorce, You get X amount of money, I get X amount of money. In the event that someone cheats, this happens. In the event that, you know, um, that you think whatever, that you have some agreements about what will happen for finances, what will happen with children, what will happen if you stay together a year, two years, five years. In a sex contract, which lots of folks are using now, people are talking about the frequency of sex that they want to have and the amount of sex that they want to have. And lots of people. I did not read the book Fifty Shades of Grey, but many people um, talk about the fact that in that book there was a contract supposedly signed between the two main characters. So, so. But people have had sex contracts before that. But now folks are talking about what to, you know, how to keep intimacy sustained in their marriage. Another point about sex contracts is it formalizes what people are actually expecting as far as intimacy. And a sex contract is sort of limiting when we use the word sex because it sounds like we're just talking about the act of just sex alone, but in a sex contract, a person can put down if they want snuggling, if they want to have sex twice a week, if they want foreplay before, if they want um, more aggressive or intense sex or less than that. And so talking about and writing down expectations with the agreement that both parties agree that they'll carry out those things. Yep.
0: Absolutely, and we're going to get into some examples of contracts that we pulled off the web to help people get an understanding of really what sex contracts are about and what details are that are included in them. Um, but like you, like you mentioned about the, the conversation with sex with uh, intimate partners, this is coming from uh, the about This is particularly called having a sexual uh, contract in your marriage.
1: Go ahead. Right. Let me, let me interject and say something here. As listeners listen to the show, there's two things. One, if you have comments or questions, you can call in to 323-693-3835. Again, 323-693-3835. And there's two things I want you to know. One is that we are not going to get into the discussion of should you be having sex before or after marriage. We're not going to get into the discussion of if you wait 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. We're strictly talking about whether or not you use a contract for sex in your relationship and what you do with that, what are the pros and come of that relationship. Thank you for clarifying that.
0: Definitely appreciate that. Uh, so this is from the examiner, uh, having a sex contract in your marriage. You can put it to relationships. Uh, they talk about most people commit to a relationship, your marriage, without discussing the idea of really the expectations that they're going to have in their marriage. So there are assumptions that people make about how much sex they want to have, the type of sex that they want to have, or they really don't uh, discuss it formally with their partners. And uh, the article saying this is where monogamy in, in uh, relationships fails. Uh, cheating can take place, uh, even go to, to turn to divorce in the case of a marriage. Uh, one way to prevent a sexless marriage, which we talked about on the show a couple weeks ago, and or keep the sex fresh is having a signed contract between both parties. Everybody knows what the expectations is. Okay? Uh, the article goes on talking talk about this person who has a private practice. They said that uh, both men and women talk about uh, the frustration that they have in their marriages, in their relationships, and with their partners, and going to the, the extent that if they had known what the sexual relationship was going to be before they got married, they even would have chosen a different partner. So that really goes into the fact that they really did not have an effective communication before getting married, clarifying those expectations. So a contract can definitely do that for you, okay? Uh, another article, this one is in um, uh, the Huffington Post. This is talking about 50 Shades of Grey, how a 50-style uh, sexual contract can lead to better sex. One of these things, that a, a couple of things a contract can do, uh, keep you aware and fiddleated, uh, excitingly talking about your sexual uh, relationship with your partner, what your triggers are, what your expectations are, and kind of going through that conversation with them. It opens up the sexual communication. Actually, writing it down, you know, things come to your mind that you never even thought about, um, and it opens up that communication, which can be off at a time. Uh, it makes you aware of what your limits are. You know what? This is what I'm I'm really not willing to go past this. I don't feel comfortable with that kind of activity. I do feel comfortable with this kind of activity. So that it makes those limits aware to yourself as well as makes those limits aware to your partner. Okay? They also go into it helps you explore what you're willing to do. Okay? So your partner may have um, some sexual uh, desires that you Without talking about, it, you didn't even know what they had. It opens you up to kind of exploring your sexuality, so it helps bring that kind of conversation together. Okay, it helps you deal with uh, awkward sexual situations. Again, sometimes these conversations can be awkward, a little bit embarrassing. Putting it down on paper just helps uh, um, helps that communication flow a little bit better. So That thing's going to help. I and well,
1: I would argue that some people find the topic of of, of sex, even just discussing it with their intimate partner, as difficult.
0: I would agree with that.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Because, again, everybody comes to their relationship with different experiences, different uh, opinions about sex. Some people think sex is bad. It should only be you know done in the dark, turn off the lights, nothing nothing we talk about. We just do it, and that's it. Uh, so everybody has a different uh, vantage point on sex and relationship. So having that written down can help ease that tension, ease ease that awkward situation that couples can have during that kind of conversation. I
1: think what it can also do is help people have an adult discussion about what their needs are Yes. and how does a person get their needs met. I cannot count the times that men have sat down and told me that when they first got married, they were having sex with their wife two to three times a week, and now they're having sex once or twice a month. Hmm. And they want to approach the topic with their spouses, but they're feeling like they're not being heard. And, And sometimes people can get very defensive when you talk about sex. So, like, if you have a discussion with your partner and you say, that wasn't pleasing and I want to make sure that maybe we add to our sex contract foreplay or post-play or after-play or or whatever you want to add, sometimes people get really offended by that.
0: Absolutely. Right.
1: So I guess what I'm saying is, so a pre-contract ahead of time may open up the discussion so that you can fully explore who you're getting with sexually because, Lots of times. So let's let's take a couple that wait until marriage to have sex.
0: Right. When do they
1: have the discussion out of the sex contract?
0: That definitely
1: needs to be before the marriage. Because mm-hmm. that's a key
0: part of um, that relationship going into marriage. And you want to know where your uh, potential, your fiancé uh, stands on it, where, just like talking about finances, just about talking about having children, just about kind of career goals, um, uh, political affiliation, things of that nature. You want to talk about the sexual relationship, which is, you know, is very, very crucial to the relationship, a key part of it. So you want to know where each other stands.
1: I'm also going to say, for most people, whether or not you have put it on paper, you should have had at least a verbal discussion about yes. the desire. Yes, I agree. And and where each person is. Some people are less experienced than their partner.
0: Some people are more.
1: Some people know, I like this position, position number four. I like that position. And some people are like, well, I just want to let it flow. I don't know what I like. And, again, a sex contract gives you an opportunity to have that discussion. Absolutely. It's
0: you to explore what your likes are and what your dislikes are. We'll get into some sample questions and uh, things that come up on a sex contract. We pulled this up. This is from uh, www.sex-contract.com. And this is for the, the male contract. They have a male contract as well as a female contract. So when you say male contract, this is the contract that a
1: guy would sign. This is the
0: contract that the man would sign. Great. So it starts off with kissing. Uh, you okay with mouth-to-mouth kissing? Um, what kind of kissing? Okay, it's closed mouth, open mouth, uh, tongue, night, uh, light nibbling, light biting, heavy biting, heavy nibbling. That's a, it's that kind of detail that's on the contract. So everybody, if you want to have a contract, you can decide what you're going to put, what you're not going to put on it. Well, these are some things you can consider putting on your contract. Okay. Okay?
1: And I'm going to I'm gonna say just anecdotally, because I haven't done, I haven't searched the web and found research on them, but I think most people, I don't know how far most people go. I don't know if most people talk about kissing, being nimbly invited or if people just say, I want to have sex five times a week. Right. Absolutely.
0: Okay.
1: But I, I, I think it should
0: be talked about, as we go through this contract, It's going to jot some things. That are pretty important to talk about before you get into a sexual relationship. Okay? It, talk, then it talks about touching, uh, touching the chest, touching the but, buttocks, touching the, the crotch. It goes into uh, or, uh, oral sex, if you're okay with that. Um, it talks about genital to genital contact, uh, vaginal pre- penetration, anal penetration, uh, number of fingers involved in it, body parts in, in, involved in it. That's kind of intense. It's intense.
1: That's pretty intense. It's okay.
0: intense. This okay. one also talks about uh, revealing, do you have sexually transmitted disease? If you do, what kind of sexually transmitted disease does a person have? Okay? Are you willing to use birth control? If you are, what type of birth control are you willing to use? Okay? Okay. This one, you know,
1: we're not talking about that, but over 18, things of that nature. I think the STD question is really important. It says, have you or had in the past, a following STDs, and then it says, Check all that apply: herpes, AIDS, gonorrhea. Just go through the list. I really think that's a really important question to ask, whether or not you have a contract. Absolutely.
0: Like you, like you mentioned, these conversations should be had. It's, it's a really a key conversation going into any kind of a, a marriage or serious relationship. These are key conversations that you should have you know, verbally, even if it's not written down. I think writing it down may even bring to to light something that you may not even thought about or assume the other person was okay with. Okay Okay You assume the person Was okay with any position But really you know They're not For whatever reason Okay
1: Okay And it helps
0: bring That kind of conversation To life And also Going to birth control This can be key If uh, you know Especially if you say You're dating Or right, you're not married Okay you know, I'm agreeing uh, To to wear a condom I'm agreeing to withdraw Well wait a minute So okay Yeah We're going into This sexual activity You know We're not trying To get pregnant In the dating situation Someone may be saying that And I'm, you're agreeing That you're going to uh, have this birth control method. So, we, now, so if you co- someone's coming up pregnant, wait a minute,
1: that's against, against the contract there. Except for, let me say this, that not all birth control is the husband. Actually, no birth control is the husband. Except sure, for sure, that. sure. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: So that that's kind of some of the things that are in the uh, the male contract, so what the man to sign. Okay. Then there's a contract for the woman to sign.
1: Okay. So it's really similar. It talks about um, consent to mouth-to-mouth kissing, is yes, what kind, it talks about um, closed mouth, open mouth, open mouth kissing with tongue, light nibbling and biting. I mean, these things are pretty intense. I don't ever remember us talking about should I bite or not, but um, consent to being touched or fondled, consent to being touched on the breast, consent to being touched on the backside, consent to being touched in the vaginal area.
0: Let me jump in here real quick and talk about that. <laughs> when you think about it, some people are in high-profile jobs, right? And you got a factor, I don't want to have any hickeys on my neck, Somebody may say. Why? Because I'm a high-profile executive. I can't go into work said, with hickeys on my neck, right? That's the case. You know, what, what, you're the, the CEO. You're the CEO of, of, of a Fortune 500 company. What are you doing? What's also on your neck? Mm-hmm. That can cause problems with somebody's employment, or they're a teacher or a principal. These, these things are considered. Yeah. I mean,
1: that seems simple, but in reality, in real life, it could be considered. But even if you go in a drive through at right. a local restaurant, you see people that have, like, band-aids on their neck. Oh, or exactly. like, covering up nose rings or things that that employer may consider to be um, non-conservative. Absolutely. Think, think about this. For you guys who are seeing the movie Mo' Better
0: Blues back in a great movie by Spike Lee, Denzel Washington was in it. He was a trumpet player, right? During the sexual act with his girlfriend, his, his uh, girlfriend bit his lip. He threw off, you bit my lip. I'm a trumpeter. You bit my lip. Right? And he the kissing. That's how I make my money. I can't play the trumpet now. I, I'm unemployed now. But guess what? That was important to him, right?
1: Not to have with me. Sounds like he should have a contract. He should have a contract, probably. All right? I think another thing to think about, too, when we're doing sex contracts, if someone has ever had trauma, there may be things that they, they don't want to agree to and they may not have a way to tell you. And the contract just is is nothing more a talking or communication tool yes. that people can use. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's, that's, a great, that's a great point. That's a great point.
0: And you know, they may not be even to tell you why a particular thing on the list is uncomfortable for them, or they don't want to do it. Okay, but they can They may know. They may not even know classic why they don't want to do it. But they say, you know what? I know I don't want to do that. I don't feel comfortable with that. And this is like, a chapter can be a very good way to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think
1: this one is, is is really detailed. But I think also that along the way things may change. Yes. And I think that people should have the right to say, hey, you know what, I want to make amendments to my contract. So, like, if you're if you're working a job and there's a contract, you sign it. But, but at yearly reviews, you may say, I want to change some things that I saw in the contract. I want to amend some stuff. Absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, that's one of the things when we first started thinking about the, the contract.
0: I was like, this is ridiculous, you know, I mean, personally. That, the contract, it should be talked about. The contract, is, is going to it can change very, very frequently. What? People's sexual desires can change, you know. You're talking about in a long-term relationship. Over 10 years, you're about your sexual about someone's sexual desires are not going to change? Of course they can change. Mm-hmm. Do you need to have a new contract? It's just you thing to think about, okay? Someone's health can change, you know? Mm-hmm. They have a bad hip now, a bad back, whatever the case may be. People's hormones change over the years, okay? So people change over the years,
1: mm-hmm. okay? And, go ahead. But I do think even though people change, I think to say up front that, and again, lots of marriages and surrounding sex. Right. And lots of people say, Dr. Noel, I'm not getting the amount of sex I need or what I need, or my wife is too conservative. And if you have these discussions ahead of time, well, you know if Susie Snufflake is conservative. Right. Let's say she says, I don't want to do oral sex. That's just not what I do. Then that couple has the chance to have that discussion ahead of time and make a decision if they want to do that or not. Yes, I, I agree with that. I also think
0: the couple need to be aware it's a living document.
1: So, I think add that to the contract. This is a living, is a living document. Doctrine. I mean,
0: like I said, people get married at 22, and yeah, this is what we're agreeing to. We're ending into a relationship. We're going to sign this now. Okay, 20 years later, after kids, is, is that contract, everything in that contract, still going to be the same thing? We're still, they're still having sex five, uh, five times a week. They're still doing this, doing that. Maybe, maybe not. Right. Right? So, you have to have that into play because people change, situations change. What does now Someone's on the job, they're traveling now. Right? So mm-hmm. I'm expecting, uh, someone's expecting sex so many times a week. Well, they're out of town every other week. You know, it's not possible to keep that contract. Or they start working nights, right? right. A lot of people work in the nighttime now. That's what, it's going to need to be a living document. and need to be communicated
1: between those two people. I also think that it shouldn't be used punitively. Mm, okay. Like where, you know what, um, you were bad in bad last week, so it sounds like we need to make a sex contract. Like I, <laughs> I think that it should be more of a getting, making sure each party's needs are met. Yes, And I think this is, like, for most people, this, this should, should actually be a good concept because I think lots of people have the desire in their head. I know that most people say in their head either they want more sex or they want less sex or they've got enough. Yes. And people definitely yes. think about Without it. Yes, enough. So why not talk about it ahead of time? Right.
0: I think the thing that could be another challenge is are people honest on the contrary. You know, yes, oh, yeah, we're going to have sex three times a week, and we're going to do and uh, people open to this type of position, this type of position, yes, all sex, and then you know what? And they're really not. Or, well, really, you know what? They don't really take it into consideration really what that means. Okay, so someone says um, they want to do it three times a week, and guess what? Well, they had to work overtime uh, that week. Well, Patrick says three times, three times a week. If you're tired or not,
1: your partner could be expecting sex. So well, here's the deal then. If it's, either it's a contact or it's not a contract. Is that
0: accurate? I mean, and on the contract do you get to call it sick? I mean <laughs> Well, let me if it's on a on a job, can you really call a contract? It's kind of a binding agreement, right? Right. If they say you're supposed to work so many hours, you're going to get paid so so this this amount of money, right? You're going to every every year you're going to get this amount of money for a salary, okay? And the your job going to cut that? Well, we
1: only give you 70% of your salary. Whoa, wait a minute. That's not in the contract. That's not the agreement we had. Right. Yeah, yet even a contract at work, even though you can sue over it if things don't go right, even a contract at work can be fluid. Because like when the when the money issues happened about five years ago for the United States, many jobs came and said there's not gonna be any raises. Um, people may have to take salary cuts and I'm sure that most people's contracts don't have we can cut your salary whenever we feel like it. Well the contract is if I don't like those new terms I can leave. Okay. Right? So would you suggest the
0: same thing for the sex contract? If somebody doesn't to, like the new terms, they should be able to. It leave needs it. to be a discussion. It almost needs to be, you know what? If if we have if uh, the contract is signed between both parties and they individuals change, the situation change, we need to review this contract.
1: So rumor has it yes. that Tiger Woods wants to get married to his current girlfriend. Like Don't know like But I heard on the radio that she's saying that. She would marry him, but for every time he cheats or gets caught cheating, he has to pay her $20 million. Right, something like that, or something like that. You know, so in some ways, then, he ought to be able to demand that I need to have sex 18 times a week. Right, well, just, right, exactly. Because we
0: were talking about a lot of times it could be infidelity in a relationship because of not being met. I mean, you know, for whatever reason,
1: I say. Or at least that's what the person says. Let that's me say what the person this say. Yeah, that right, People right. cheat basically because they want to. I'm saying this, However, that say. may be the excuse that they that's use. That's the excuse that they say or could use.
0: And they say, well, in order to be, he can say, in order for me not to, to cheat, I need to have, like I said, sex so
1: many times. Right, Good. right. And I think then this opens up an even bigger discussion. So, what about can you film during sex? Right. Absolutely. Like, oh, there you go. So
0: many people. How mean That's that's a very big right. Those sex videos, uh, sex texting or sexting. Right. Can, can I take? A, can. Uh, can uh can you take a picture of uh, a naked picture, put you on my phone or right. on my laptop because
1: whatever. there's lots of there's lots of situations with adults where uh boy girl meet, girl, boy have sex, one a girl or boy videotapes it, they email it to their friends. Yes. I mean, first of all it's illegal to do sexy, but lots of people email links and videos that show them doing all kinds of like acts, right? Plenty of people get famous with sex tapes, don't they? Right. That? Yeah, absolutely. right. And most times they say, Oh, I didn't know that was gonna be released but most people need to maybe because now with technology,
0: absolutely, you know, then uh, the prints get caught on a, just a someone's cell phone in a hotel. You know, everybody got one on, a, on their cell phone. Prints the artist or print no, from prints? No, prints uh, from here. Okay, Europe, yeah, Europe, yes. okay. Okay. So your partner has a, has a cell phone out there. Who? Took a picture. Yeah, they want to add. It. Don't think a problem with it. That wasn't discussed in the contract. That may be
1: something they want to put in the contract. Absolutely. You know, to do absolutely. That. I think another thing on the contract, if we're going to have one, is are we understanding that this is monogamous? Or, That's a very good point. You know, because a lot of people feel like if they're just dating, then, you know, I don't have a contract, but it doesn't mean much.
0: Right. Someone may say, hey, if we're exclusively dating, I'm willing to do these things. But if you're dating, and you if someone's dating two or three other people, hey, I'm not willing to, to take the risk on these things. So why now you possibly bring the sexual transmitted diseases into the relationship or whatever? You know, this is... You know, they may be willing to do it for them, we're like say, monogamous lecture, but if we're just loosely dating. No, 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 no. There's a different contract for that. Right. Right? Right. Absolutely.
1: So, I mean, so I think all these, though, are things that should spark conversation. Yes. That all these are things that should make people aware that sex is more than just a hot topic. It's a part of most people's day-to-day life. Right. Why don't you give our call and number again, just in case someone has any calls? Our call number is 323 693 And let me say this. If you need help developing your sex contract, like, that might be more of an uh, in-session thing that you do with, with me or one of the clinicians here. But, and again, like, these are suggestions we're giving without knowing full history about what's going on for you. Right. So before you make some decisions, you know, think on your own as well about what's important for you. Yes. So, again, our call number is 323 3835 So let me go to email questions. One question says, and I'm not giving out names. I just like to protect everybody's identity. Says, I feel like my husband wants sex too much. Do you think an agreement on or a contract would help that or hurt that?
0: I say definitely, definitely, definitely. It's something to consider because they need to at least have the conversation. Because she's, how do you phrase it? Uh, so she feels like that husband wants uh, sex too much. It sounds like they haven't had a conversation about it. Otherwise, she would know, right? So, the, the conversation has in me had, you know what, husband, how many times a week and times a month would you like to have sex? We're having it, you want to have it 10 times a month, they're only having it five or seven times a month. Okay? Can a verbal contract be done after we need to write something down?
1: Right, right. And let me say, I don't think most people really have sex as much as they say they want to, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if most people can. I mean, like, I think sure. most people, book, you know, time. Uh, Time constraints, ability constraints. Sure. Um, you know what's allowable, what's not. So I think maybe if if he sits down and you all have the conversation about because he could just be saying I want more intimacy in general, this is true. and it may not just be about the sex act itself. So consider having a conversation with that. Right. Um, there's an example that that Darren pulled up. So go yes, this is an example we pulled up here. This is on uh, Mrs. Self dot
0: com. The scenario: you have a married couple. They go out to eat, have a great dinner together. After dinner, uh, they go out and have a movie, some great times, great laughs together. Uh, they came home. Uh, hubby goes, checks in with the babysitter. Everything's fine. Paid the babysitter. Babysitter leaves, checks on the child. Hope oh, the child is sound asleep. Husband's ready. He, oh, we're going to have a night of uh, high passion uh, with his wife. He gets to the bedroom with his wife and he gets to, Hubby, I have a
1: headache.
0: His wife says, Husband. Okay. Things change. changed. He had a time, when he would pull out a contract. Said, well, we said this is a, a date night. We said every date night we're going to have sex. According to the contract, we're supposed to be having sex. That would be a, a, a potential that you'd pull out a contract or have that discussion. right? But A contract would uh, have uh, rules or uh, regulations or boundaries in that particular relationship, in that situation. This is a date night. According to our contract, we're supposed to have sex. Right. Because in practice, if, the, if it's in the contract, okay, and it's a date night, both parties should be
1: expecting someone's tapping each other on the shoulder that, they're going to be having sex tonight because that's in the contract. Right. Well, let me say what a guy told me today. He said, because I said, oh, we're talking about sex contracts tonight. Contract. And he said, I want you to say this. He was like, here's the deal. He said for him, sex means connectedness to the person that he's with. So he has had to have conversations where it's like, look, I want to feel connected to you. That's the way I feel connected. Less sex, less connection. More sex, more connection. And explain it in that way. Okay. So that so that he could get his needs met, And so, yes, the contract comes up because if she decides well, I don't want to be intimate tonight, it's a reminder, hey, well we have an agreement that we, we're gonna be intimate. So is this an extenuating circumstance? Or are you telling me you didn't take the contract seriously? I guess
0: so. I I guess it guess if you're gonna put the why then that, does it make a difference why the person needs to have it? I don't know if that's the case or not. But not I do think contract. it explains rationale to people. It's it's a contract. If, if someone said, I need to make so much money a year. They said, well, because I got a car and all. It doesn't make a difference why they need the money. This is the money they're expecting. Yeah, but I think the difference
1: between money is people know why you need money to pay bills. But people you say because you want it. For whatever reason, some someone needs that, because that's what they want. Yeah, but some people are more intersex than others. So they because they want more, for whatever them. reason. Because they want it more. That's what they want. Okay, so, but I do think, I think... Okay. That rationale helps the, helps the person agree when they can follow your so thinking. So if they can have a
0: rationale why they're gonna break a contract, does that help? Well, that's what I'm saying. No.
1: They agree to. They the agree that was only good to get the contract. <laughs> okay. Nobody wants a rationale why you can't <laughs> right. break to contract. You tell me rationale why I can't. Okay. The okay, Same person me. today told me men and women are different. He said man doesn't feel good. Wife says what about the contract? Man rolls over, gets that. Women right. woman doesn't feel good. Her husband says, what about the contract? She says, what about my headache? <laughs> you know? Like women are more likely, in his opinion, to say, well, I, I can't have sex if you're not feeling well because I'm not into it. And he feels sure. like, men are more like, in, I could be into it if I needed to be into it. Like, sure. you know, it's oh. easy to be into. Okay. And then I have people that have told me, because I, I, in therapy, have told folks, listen, you need to agree, that you need to have sex every Wednesday and Friday. I literally have literally had people set that up. And people based goes, on their relationship. Based on their relationship. Okay. Some people say to me, "Well, it breaks spontaneity, and I don't always have a chance to do what I want." But a lot of times, if you wait for somebody else's spontaneity, you're not gonna get laid. Yeah, this is true. Because is if I'm right. sleepy, I'm going to bed. That's right. my, that's my real personality. Right. And then like, well, like, you have said to me, yo, babe. Um, hey, I was expecting a little right some cookies and, tonight. And as the older you get, and the more interesting life you get, the
0: spontaneity can 10, tend to because you have so much. Uh, regulate and that uh, you everybody's regulated schedules they go to work sometimes.
1: i don't see anything wrong with i mean i don't see anything wrong with sometimes and I'll, I'll be transparent for the public i might text you or call you in the morning and say I'm, I'm hey i'm expecting a little bit of yes whatever i'm looking for this season so we have so that way we can both be revved up You ready. ready get ready get ready get ready don't don't make this a late day don't go work out of the gym and get all funky first you know like remember yeah, that's that that's the kind of thing. Absolutely. So and then I think also for people it, it's a reality check that there are needs that people have and they're consistent but they could also be they consistently need things but the need for what they want could be changing. Yes. You yes. know. So for those of you out there that are considering wanting to have a happy relationship, kind of think about a sex contract. Like on the one hand it may get needs met, on the other hand people may feel pressured to do something. Right. But I don't want people to feel pressured, although I do want to if you take nothing from this, take away that. You need to have a conversation with your intimate partner about sex expectations. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a couple more questions um, that I was emailed that need to be asked, but we've got, like, nine seconds left. Right. So I'm going to cut the questions for now, and then I will restart next week with hopefully with, the, with these questions. And also, if you have more questions about this topic over the next week, let me know. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Have a great week. Bye.